Radio Buzzing of Life, 6.57 a.m. Now, we are having quite um, an interesting and also serious discussion on I Am Live tonight. We are having a conversation that is geared towards or expressing the care that we have and concern that we have for the young South Africans who are not in varsity. We're not even talking about varsity. We're talking about young South Africans who are in high school. Um, and and it's there's been some very, very concerning uh, things happening. And if you are in high school, then we urge you to please sit through this conversation. And I know that you probably have a friend who needs to hear this, and you probably have um, um, someone that you know, and and even yourself, you might be going through a lot of peer pressure, being being finding yourself having to go to parties that you don't really want to be part of, and you can see that there's something wrong there. Uh, but because you're in high school and because you have to fit in, uh, you find yourself having to go to such things. So, but last week we were having a conversation about um, people who are having sex in high school and. Why why that is so dangerous. Um, and that was a conversation we needed to have, especially because parents are often in a position where they are unable to have that conversation with their children. I mean, if you have a 13, 14 or 15 year old that is sexually active, um, unfortunately, in this country, it is actually a common thing for such behavior to be condoned. For 15 and 13 year olds uh, to be encouraged to have sex, but what is um, usually discussed is for them to have that sex in a safe manner and use condoms. Um, and I know that for us being in the faith, we know that that is, I mean, not a, it shouldn't even have to take people who are in the faith to. To, to understand this logic and to understand how immoral that is, how it really tears the moral fiber within our country where we just accept the fact that our 13-year-olds, 11-year-olds and 10-year-olds um, and even up to 15-year-olds are just out having sex and we're being supportive of that. Uh, but because, I mean, I don't know where child psychology um, can can step in and actually have a conversation because one thing I was thinking as I was having a conversation with uh, a colleague of ours, Charles, um, and we were talking about when can we establish that a a a a a kid, a child, or a teen <clears throat> is capable of making good decisions. We can be entrusted with something as serious as sexual intimacy. I mean, if you won't even allow your 13 or 15-year-old to drive, if we won't even allow them to have alcohol, um, but we're allowing them to have something as life-changing and as, 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 as serious as, as, as the, you know, sexual intimacy, which we know it has ruined a lot of our adult lives. A lot of us went and explored it and got diseases that we never wanted to get. A lot of us went and had children with the, with the wrong people. A lot of us went, even though we have access to condoms, if adults, if adults have access to contraceptives and they fail them, what more teenagers? Um, and that's just, you know, it, it, it's not me imposing this upon anyone or, say, or forcing you to raise your kids in a particular way. 
consider this something that you should think about. Consider this not an imposing, me imposing my own opinions or how you should raise your kids on you, but just consider this as something that you should think about if you are the parent who is, you know, raising your children in such a way that you've given them the freedom to do this. Uh, Because it is, unfortunately, allowed in our country um, for you to encourage your 15 13 and 12 year old um, to go and have sex with partners that are within their age group Uh, because of course if they're doing it with someone who is maybe above 18 who is or even 17 it can be considered uh, statutory rape and they can get arrested Um, that is something that I, I unfortunately we have to stress and voice out now today it is the 15th of um, October it is the third Friday of the month I cannot believe that it's the very third Friday of the month Um, and we're having the conversation about high school parties and this is not only just high school parties but going to parties as a, a, a young high schooler you know how do you pick the parties to go to and is there such a thing as a good quote unquote good party that you can go to um so shal i'm going to pass over to you because i'd love to hear your opening thoughts on this conversation what are your thoughts on the idea of partying as a high schooler going to a party is there such a thing as a good high school party uh, yes, I think there is such a thing as a good high school party. Um, but I think if there's anything that happens that make you feel uncomfortable, that's obviously not a good high school party. Unfortunately, the type of parties that I've seen down here, as well as the type of parties that I heard when I did the the pastoral work in Centurion, it's not the typical party that I would like my kid to go to. So... <laughs> I almost want to say currently with the stuff that I've heard that a blank statement that don't send your kid to a party is a good idea uh, or, you are, or don't go to a party is a good idea. I, I I know I can't say that, but as a blank statement, I actually want to say that and say don't let them go. Because it's, the stories that I hear that I hear and that I have to do with counseling and everything like that, it's absolutely horrific stories. Um, not horrific that they experience something terrible there or that... But the stuff that's happening there and to kids in high school nowadays just seem it's fine. It's 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 normal for them to for 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 couples to have sex and when it's out in the open, uh, that doesn't bother them. Uh, for for alcohol to be widely um, consumed is is not a problem. Those type of things. However, I need to say that when it comes to high school and you did not unfortunately as a parent lay the proper foundation for your child then they are going to go off the rails in high school that's just the way it is unfortunately um so so you need to start laying the foundation for christian parenting or as a christian parent a lot younger than high school i firmly believe because otherwise you're just going to get your kid that's going to go off the rails um and it's going to be terrible uh, I've got a lady in church that always remind us to say, remember it's better to let your children cry when they are young so that you're not the one that's crying when they are older. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, that's just say no and teach them proper manners, or, or not manners, but I mean proper foundations on how what is sex, not merely abstinence. I mean, because we were taught abstinence and I don't think that worked. If you, I don't know if you agree with me, given, but I think this entire thing that we said to kids, just it's the right thing to do to say to stay abstinent. 
I don't think it worked. If you looked at the way that people my age, people going on now, we need to consider saying, okay, so what can we teach children about alcohol, sex, and sex, drugs, and rock and roll that will have an impact on them so that they do realize the impact of sex, drugs, and rock and roll on their lives? Yeah, no, I, I completely hear you there, Charles. Um, it's, look, I... I I agree, I, or rather, let me say, I understand where you're coming from when you say um, you want to make a blanket statement and say that no parties uh, for any person under a particular age. Uh, but for me personally, I know that, I mean, I don't have kids right now, but I, have, I do have to say this, uh, because we're talking about 13-year-olds, or let's say we're talking about all the way from 11 years all the way up to 16 um, should you be going to parties within that age group? Um, and obviously we know that there are a lot of kids within the, the, those age groups that are already going to parties, that are already exploring what parties are and they know what things are being done at parties. And one of the things that are very have become very popular amongst teens is the consumption of, uh, what, do they, uh, what do they call them again? Hublies, you know? Um, where you're yes. going to sit at a party and consume a hubbly. Um, and also one of the big, big things that really, really, really um, are the center of these parties is which boy am I going to impress or which boy will be impressed by me and the other way around. Uh, young boys going there to impress some girl. And within the right context, I do believe that regardless of what situation you create, that energy will always be there. You know, where boys are trying to impress girls at some age. I mean, when you reach a certain age of stage of adolescence, you just naturally want to start impressing girls in the way you dress, in the way you speak, in the way that you carry yourself, your posture. You want to be the cool kid and you want girls to think that you're something. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think for me, that probably happened uh, particularly at the age of 12. I started caring what girls think of me. Um, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when it's misguided and, and there's no one there to sort of like show you how, you know, to, to do it within bound, to do it within limits and to understand where to draw the line and to what point is it healthy and to what point is it not? That's where you can really, really do um, harm to yourself and spend your time uh, pursuing things that actually shouldn't be um, things that you're pursuing. Now, what I, what I wanted to also get into is the fact that um, if we look at the scene of parties and where parties are at, I think, and I don't know what your thoughts are, Shal, on this, I think that if parents, because I think parents also become lazy when it comes to this, I think parents don't arrange parties that they are able to facilitate enough, right? Where you're able to give kids or teens enough freedom to to just have a party, but also be close enough to facilitate the party. Um, so I that for me, that's where I would not make the, the, the blanket statement that, uh, anyone within the age of 13 or let's say actually the age of 11 to 16 should not go to a party. Uh, for me, I feel like we as parents or even we as elder brothers and sisters, we need to be responsible enough for them 
and give them the space to have parties because there's nothing worse than growing up and watching other kids being given freedom and you don't have it. You envy it so much. So if you can give me a place where I can let it out so that I can also have something to talk about on Monday, you know, when everybody's talking about the party that they went to, at least give me something that can make me look cool. Arrange a party. And remember that the party is not for you as a parent. It's for me. So arrange it. Make sure that it's in a safe environment since I don't have a house. Um, and make sure that you provide food for us to eat, games for us to play, then I will not miss the things that, you know, um, or rather the chances of me missing out on things will be much less. What are your thoughts on that, Charles, as a parent? Um, Me and my wife decided to try our best to be the cool parents. Mm. no, and, and my children are still young, but it's actually something that someone in our church taught us, and they've got two teenagers. And I said, just be the cool parents. Be the parents in which uh, their house is open for parties, and be there, be present. Um, so it's easier for you to, if, the, if your kid wants to have a party or host a party, raise them up. That's what I'm trying to say earlier. Raise them up in a house where they know that there will almost always be a party at your place, um, and it will be allowed. And if you are, if, if your children is the age that I am at now, or mine is at now, when we have a braai at my place and my friends are coming over for a visit, I always try to invite someone with ch- children their age so that they can see this is normal. This is what it should look like. You understand what I mean? They and their friends can play at my house saying this is what a responsible party looks like. And they be, are being raised in a house where parties uh, are being held yeah often, absolutely I believe and then we made the decision let's be the cool parents let's let us be the parents in which we say okay friday night you can have a party at our house and next yeah. friday we'll clean it up and if it's it's fine if we invite uh random and strange people because because that's the only way that those children are going to learn about the lord exactly uh, our house is not going to be mere <laughs> i'm t- want to quote that book now our house is not going to be mere christianity it's going to be actual <laughs> christianity yes. it's going to yeah. be it's it's going to be everywhere there's no way that anyone's going to deny it actually where we are currently in our lives um I, i'm a pastor at the church my wife was obviously also pastor at the church there's no way in a town that you can deny that you are the pastor so when someone comes to your house they know what they are in for yeah you understand what i mean so it's it's probably easier for people that don't live like what i mean i'm public entity unfortunately that sounds like i'm being boastful or proud about my position please don't see it anything like that but i mean the community knows me for who i am they don't know me for being a mechanic. They know me for being a pastor. If your friend wants to go to someone's house, they would know like that kid is the house for this and that. So you need to 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 ha- be able to be present in the party, be actual there, be the one that's hosting it, be the one that's part of it in certain degree. Don't don't do the party. You understand what I mean? But be present. Be be always cautious as to what's happening. And um and, and the other thing that you know what I also start seeing now that's happening even mm-hmm. is people think it's it's my house, my rules. I allow my kids to drink at fourteen years old or whatever the case might be. So if your friends if they bring their friends over, all the kids can drink at my house. That's my house, my rules. 
so as a parent, be respectful of the rules that other parents have for their children. Don't force a child to drink alcohol if they're not allowed to drink alcohol at their house. Yeah. Don't force a child or allow a child. Don't allow a child to smoke hardly at your house if they're not allowed to smoke hardly at their house. Exactly. Um, exactly. It takes a village to raise a child, and I think we need Absolutely. to understand that again. You know, and and I I I really really am heartbroken at just how much our communities and you know how we've become so in the in the independent and individualistic um that you know i have my kids and i'm raising them over there and i have my kids and i'm raising them over there um and i understand as to why those things happen because of the economical dynamics that we have within the country um you know people there was a time where families used to raise wealth together so you had family wealth and nowadays you have independent and individual wealth where i'm growing my wealth you worry about your wealth um and also then it also comes in when it comes to kids as well um you know where you are a couple living in the suburbs and you're raising your kids way over there and your parents are living somewhere completely different miles away from you um though i must say that i do understand that there's a lot to appreciate from that dynamic or that setup because you don't want your parents constantly trying to tell you how to raise your kids uh, because in a lot of instances you actually do know better because human beings improve and information has become way more abundant but at the same time we've lost that sense of community where um um and which is something that we can still get back you know i imagine it's just like how you've explained right now shall that you'll have a group of, of friends a friends that have kids um over there and over there some are at church and whenever you're having something you'll allow them to bring their kids so that they can play with your kids and that's a sense of community that's building community so that your kids can have that access um and i feel like it is it is a responsibility that parents hold to make sure that you uh give your 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 kids a space um where you that you can facilitate interaction between the child and their friends and them having a party and having fun in that environment without you making it a party that you want them to have too much give them some level of freedom i genuinely feel like it 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 really really would play a very big role um now something that uh, i've also been thinking of is If you're a 14 year old, if you're an 11 year old and and you're a 12 year old or anywhere between 11 and 16. Um obviously even if you're younger than that. First of all, I I want to find out do you have issues with um not going to parties because I know that there's some teens who actually don't even care for parties, right? Because of their personality, but because their friends are there and their friends said they should come and everyone deems you as cool for even coming to the party, then you will eventually go to the party. Um because that's how peer pressure works. If you're a teen, I will tell you one secret right now. Even adults struggle from peer pressure. believe it or not mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. adults mm-hmm. are affected by peer pressure there are things yeah. that your friends as an adult your friends will um um you know encourage you to do or they will entice you to do even though it's a thing that on a normal day you wouldn't really do um and i can i can attest to that myself and i'm sure there are many adults who can attest to it like y- your friends can actually um put you in a corner where you find yourself laughing at someone for being poor 
simply because they find it funny and all of a sudden you start laughing instead of rebuking them. That's a form of peer pressure. It affects every single person. Now, I think the conclusion that we've reached in this conversation or in this discussion is that is there such a thing as a good party for a teen to go to? Yes, there definitely can be. But those parties need to be created by responsible people. If you leave it to kids, and remember that just because you as an adult or you as a elder sister, if you're organizing the party for the teen um, or you're organizing the party for um, the the younger person, remember not to own the party. Allow them to have freedom. Uh, This doesn't mean that you have to lord everything over them and look at everyone's pockets because they're going to do those things when you're not there. Just give them the freedom. At the worst case scenario, at least they're doing them in under your roof where you can monitor what happens to them afterwards, where you can sit them down and have a conversation with them and saying, we know that you did this at the party and we just want to talk to you about what are, why you shouldn't do this and what are the dangers of doing this, especially doing it under someone, some other stranger's roof where we don't know who's there, we don't know who you're with. It's, it's an opportunity to instill values within your kids. Um, now, uh, something that we always mention uh, whenever we get into our hard ask is the fact that we do have a counseling line. Um, we do have a counseling line, and if it, you ha- want to have a conversation about peer pressure, if you want to have a conversation about whether you've been at a party and something happened to you, uh, someone bullied you, someone touched you in a way that they shouldn't have, or there's someone in your life that is coercing you to go out there and do things that you don't want to do, remember that we have a counseling line that you can connect through. And if uh, we're unable to fully assist you, there are people that we work with that we can connect you with, um, and we'll ensure that we connect you with people who will deal with you in a loving manner. So if you are finding yourself in that situation, uh, please hit us up on our counseling line. The number is 064-530-6805. And remember that at the other end of that line, you will find Charles Dutoy, who has a lot of experience in dealing with counseling and especially dealing with counseling um, and, and very serious and deep issues that very young people face every single day. Some of them, if you think you have something shocking and you don't want to talk to someone about it because they'll think of you as being, you know, they'll think of you as, oh no, but I know you've met people who've done things, but you don't know what I've done. If you think you can shock Charles, I I think you need to think again. (laughs) Okay? Um, Yeah, so it's very important that you understand that if you have something that you've done or something that's been done to you, and you feel like you have no one to talk to, please visit our WhatsApp WhatsApp line. It is truly anonymous. If you want to remove your picture and your name, it's totally fine. You can just go in there and have a conversation with uh, our very well-trained and caring counselors, and they will be able to connect with you, speak with you, Find out what it is that you're struggling with. And it can go beyond just being you struggling with being coerced or being peer pressured. If you're just being bullied, if you're struggling with things at home, with family, if there's things that you just don't understand that pertain to church or you've been to an event and you encountered something that you shouldn't have or you saw or witnessed something that you shouldn't have, our counseling line is always, always open 
just hit us up um, and we'll be able to connect with you as well. And I'm going to say the number again. It is 064-530-6805. Again, our counseling line for young people is 064-530-6805 and it is absolutely free. That is one question that we got a lot when we uh, put this up on TikTok before. The fact that is it free and is it just for for religious people? It is for everyone. It's for everyone. If you have something burdening you, just join us on the counseling line. 